Hey, you guys want a uh, a quick update on a story that was told on the podcast from before? Which one? The, yeah, <laughs> this was the Instacart uh, awful human oh. beings that are our, our neighbors uh, on, on a street over that we see walking the neighborhood all the time that Annette hand-delivered a bag to, mm-hmm. and then they have the audacity to say, oh, it was delivered to the wrong address. Uh, we never got our stuff. I'm so pretty sure get- this was on the show, not on the podcast. Oh, yes. no, I, are you sure? Yeah. Yes. But- Just a quick recap. You, 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 well, you kind of did it. Uh, yeah. She hand-delivered hand something, and they said you... You didn't, you didn't deliver, give us which could food. give her a horrible rating and all this, right. and she had to battle with Instacart. And Also, I, they could get free groceries. Oh, that's exactly right. A real, you know, piece of shit move, right? Mm-hmm. I was house and dog sitting for Scott the other day, and I was walking your dog, and I was like looking. I don't know Who why. Is it? Like, Who is yeah, it? I was. <laughs> I kept thinking, I'm gonna spot them. We'll I- beep. We'll beep this out. Uh, okay, <laughs> I will look next time my dog's in and house it for you. You're yeah. giving me editing work to do. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to see, could I point out this trash? Can I see them? Well, it, it's one thing if you leave the groceries or the bag at the door and no one answers, you know, I, you, you could be like, well, that's really crappy. It got extra crappy when she handed it to the actual teenage daughter and then... They all went online and, and they were like, no, it was never delivered, you know, delivered to the wrong address or whatever the case may be. Uh, excuse me. You went face to face with the Instacart person. You still have the audacity to do that. And I even set the tone a little bit further. Annette was kind enough at one point because this family has a relatively newer baby that they walk in a stroller. Uh, the mother and the daughter walk the uh, baby in a stroller around the neighborhood. Annette was kind enough a while back to give some of either Gavin's old clothes or whoever it was, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. and, and I will tell you. I assume Lydia. She yeah, It was one of either Gavin or Lydia's clothes, whichever. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you this. Annette's not the type of person to be like, well, this is really in rough shape. Let me give it away to somebody. She would have tossed that. Right. And she would have either, A, tried to take it to, you know, a place that would have resold it. And if they would have said, no, maybe they had enough, then you say, I'll give it away. Mm-hmm. They even weren't even that grateful when she did that originally and had a full conversation with the mom and the mom's like, oh, yeah, okay. It was like, I don't get people. Away. Just, well, fine. <laughs> but you know what? You can fake, if someone's giving you something like that, especially when you have a kid, you you are grateful in the moment and you, of mm-hmm. course, go through what you get and you go, this will work, this won't work, that's that's not as nice. You know, that's the way it and works. I can attest to this. Scott's house does not smell. Because you know how when you, I mean, every, every house has a smell. But I'm saying like, you know how everybody's house has a smell and if Annette was giving the clothes and they smelled like cigarette smoke or something right. Scott's house doesn't have a bad smell no no so, and to prove the point it's just the ungratefulness of even that so you know what we're dealing with yeah so what's the update we on the show talked about this and, and a lot of people said should you go should I go to the house should yes. I knock on the door and say why are you being such a shit bag and, uh, and we realized I can't do that because if it gets reported to Instacart that loses a net side hustle mm-hmm. so and she really likes it that much no in fact she's done with it but um, so then who cares it, well go at this point now uh, other people said when you see him walking the neighborhood stop and and say oh hey hi how are you by the way thanks for being an asshole and doing what you did is that what you did please tell me you said that they were walking the neighborhood yesterday and I just kept on driving what I knew it you know I knew it. he was gonna no. back up oh, God, you know I'm what terrible. you need to do you tell know what you need to do <laughs> I will tell you 
So Zach has this thing where whenever we're driving down his road, because he doesn't have a lot of neighbors, that he waves to, you know, my neighbor Kim or whoever, Bob, hey, hey, hey. And there's this one neighbor that Zach would give him the polite neighborly wave, and he would never wave back. So finally, Zach said, fine, all right. So driving by that one neighbor, flipped him off. Do you know, ever since then, that neighbor waves every freaking time. Now, does Zach wave? Oh, my God. Oh, he he does. Yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah, so yeah. now they mess yeah, with now, each other. But, so just flip him off. See what happens. I so badly wanted to stop, but then something in my conscience goes, she's walking with her daughter. I don't know if it's the same one that took the bag of groceries, and I don't need to get in a yelling match with a kid in a stroller. Not that I'm yelling no, at the kid the, in the stroller. <laughs> the, the good bird. I mean, I feel like the bird just says so much. All right. You know what? The bird is the word. Next time I'm, I'm driving by, it, that'll it. do that. That's it. Just And I'll do the smiley bird wave where it's like, hi. That's what Zach did. He was like, you. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, He's by the way. Shit. He still hates that neighbor. Oh, my gosh. Well, I have one. <laughs> and actually, that neighbor that he flips off owns a business on our road. And I said, well, I want to go. It's a business that a lot of women love doing this thing in the fall time where it might be a fruit that comes off of a tree. Oh. And oh. and so uh, I, I said, I kind of want to go. He's like, no, no, we do not go to that guy's house. We do not. <laughs> There'll be no picking there. Uh-uh. I no, gotcha. not at all. Scott, you missed this on the show this past week. We were talking about vabbing. Vabbing is if you're trying to attract somebody of the opposite sex, that you will put your lady essence on the inside of your wrists or behind your ears or even maybe on your decolletage and the pheromones are supposed to attract the opposite sex. I have two questions. What is a lady essence and what is a decolletage? <laughs> lady lady juices? Lady juices. I put Oh my, my god, from there? Yes. That's why it's called vabbing because you're v- you're uh, vag dabbing. Vadabbing. Vadabbing. Uh decolletage is like your chestal area. Right here. Oh, I, yeah. Did chest. you know that? Because I never knew that was a decolletage. No, I'm only going to refer to this area from now on. Look at my roaring decolletage. It's rippling with <laughs> muscles. No, that vocabulary is too high for me. Yes. Oh, why would it be roaring? Roaring. Roaring with muscular. <laughs> well, this reminds me of a story. Growing up, and I might have told you the story. If I did, I'm sorry. Okay. So growing up, my dad was on a tour bus all the time. And he was touring from church to church to church in the Southern Gospel Band. Well, he had this one promoter, I think his name was Ronnie, that that he would run into all the time. Well, Ronnie always the had... The Reuben Kincaid of the pains? <laughs> yes. So Ronnie would always wear a really, really strong cologne. And Ronnie would always be like, Mark, you got to smell my cologne. And he would always shove his wrist right into Ronnie's... Or, or Ronnie would always shove his wrist into my dad's face. And then he suffocated. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So finally, my dad's like, I'm going to get Ronnie back. So my dad takes his wrist, shoves it in his butt crack. <laughs> you can never tell that Your dad? Yes, and he's like, oh my gosh. Got, got oh it good God. and moist. It was, that was <laughs> babbing. It was a hot day on the Payne family bus. It was babbing. So it was babbing. He sees Ronnie and he's like, hey, Ronnie, got to smell my new cologne. <laughs> Ronnie. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> 
so is the got, a bit of <laughs> got a bit of the ass sandwich. <laughs> oh, 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 that is the disgusting. original Vab really came from the Payne family. Oh yeah, well your family are uh, they're trailblazers. I'll tell you what, man, exactly. it's so great. There's nothing like the smell of Payne undercarriage. <laughs> Sticks with you for life. It really oh, does. So Ronnie, I take it never did that again. Oh no. Because no. <laughs> up next, your mom. Ass. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. On that note, I, I it's tough for me to take us down a road uh, because well, I'm laughing so hard, but I'm so pissed at something. Let's and, take a quick break. Uh, you want to do a quick break? Let's and do then a quick break. Commercial break. We'll come back. And then Scott's going to just change the mood on oh us. Oh my God. But you guys have to hear this bullshit. And when you hear it, you're going to go. That this is this person. All right, you know what? I'll tease it like this right before the break. Oh. This is why Annette's mother is about to be cut off permanently until the day she dies, and I will not go to her funeral, and I oh will God. not be involved unless it's in, a spit on her grave. Well, that might happen ever again, and I might pull the kids from any contact oh because God. she will not apologize because that's not in her nature. When we come back, wait till you hear this story. You will be as pissed as I am. This episode of the Scott and Alley Not For Air podcast is sponsored by ProAction of Stuben and Yates Incorporated. Now that more and more people are going back to work, one of the biggest challenges is finding childcare. There just isn't enough, especially for infants and toddlers. If you're interested in caring for children in your home or opening a childcare center, now is the time. ProAction will give you all the resources that you need. New York State is offering grants for new childcare programs. All you have to do is call the ProAction Childcare Council to get started. Call 607 776 2126 extension 2600. That's 776 2126 extension 2600. And start caring for children in your home or opening a child care center now. Welcome back. Now, Scott, <laughs> you are about to go off. Sounds like. <laughs> Which is true for the show, but even truer after the show. I have, uh, yeah. I've had a situation develop that has me uh, realizing that, you know the term, family first, you do what you have to do for family. Sure. Mm-hmm. Well, all right. Someone's De- got family issues over there on that De- side of the room. Depends. <laughs> okay, well, you know, I, normally they say family, it's thicker than, you know, what is it? Family's blood is thicker than... Water? No. Oil. Vinegar? I don't Salad know. dressing. There's an expression. Yeah, <laughs> Salad dressing, yes. A fine vinaigrette is thicker than your family. All right, whatever. I think his blood is thicker than water. Yeah, but there's something to do with family and versus, you know, other people in your life. Uh So here's the situation in a nutshell. Annette is out of town and will be out of town until the very beginning of August. It Mm -hmm. was a very sudden, very uh, unexpected uh, opportunity. And it it was a situation that when it hit, it was like, got to go, got to do this. This is just too important. Okay. Mm -hmm. So Lydia and Gavin have been with Annette's parents in North Carolina for three weeks now. On a planned trip. On a planned trip. And this was originally designed because... The summer program that Gavin would go to up here didn't start for two weeks till after school ended. And Lydia, she could have uh, she could have stayed here and just gone to daycare. But this was an opportunity. Her grandparents wanted, or, or, well, Annette's parents wanted to take Gavin. And we kind of said, you got to take Lydia, too. Mm-hmm. She's of the age. She's beginning to realize, why am I not 
going, you know, doing this too. And and she genuinely loves her grandparents. Maybe not after this trip, but anyway. So <laughs> she won't know them after this trip. No, oh yeah. Well, so at any rate, they're down there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, Annette's situation developed very quickly in the past week and a half. And like I said, she's going to be gone until the very beginning of August. So we had an assumption and there was a discussion of the situation is going to have to change because they've already changed the situation. Both Gavin and Lydia were supposed to come home on Saturday the 8th. Now, I'm sorry, the 9th, looking at the date. Okay. Saturday the 9th. Mm-hmm. Well, Gavin has so much fun at his day camp down there, he wants to stay till the beginning of August. Fun. Okay. It's great that he's loving that. <laughs> You're like, I need a break from you, kid. <laughs> well, you know, it, but it's it's kind of perfect. So now we're at the situation with Lydia. Okay. Lydia and I have mentioned this before. Lydia is pee potty trained 100% mm-hmm. struggling to get the pooping down in the toilet. It's just, I don't know what the, every kid's different, but she's struggling with that. Okay. Yeah. So that's one thing. Right. That's holding her back from being able to go to the summer day camp that Gavin goes to, oh. i.e. giving Eva, and we're just going to start calling her Eva the piece of shit, uh, <laughs> a, you know, the break during the day. Because when Gavin's gone, it's just Lydia and her. Oh, okay. Oh, and you have to remember the dumbest German shepherd you've ever met in your life. I'm not dogging dogs or German shepherds. This dog has, this dog is a challenge. Okay. It, it is dumb. So keep this all in mind, right? Okay. So now, about two days after Annette leaves and after the discussion was, I need to go do this. And it was pretty much discussed Lydia's going to have to stay there until they come back with Gavin in the very, very beginning of August. Mm -hmm. Uh, Lydia's going to have to stay too. Why? Our jobs, we are at the latest out the door 5.30 in the morning or Mm -hmm. earlier. Oh, yeah. Which means I'm in a situation where, you know, if if a daycare was even, because Lydia has a great daycare, if they were willing I have to drop her off at 5.30 in the morning, which means I have to get a three-year-old up at about five in the morning weekdays because, you know, that's the timing of it all. That's insane, yeah. It it is insane. Oh, she's going to be so tired. So, ever the piece of shit decides... Nope, Lydia's coming home on Saturday the 9th. There's no getting around it. Lydia's coming home. So... What did she say the reasoning was? Oh, she's exhausted. Lydia just takes it out of her. She can't do it. This is the same woman that if this dog moves its head... She jumps out of wherever she is, usually laying in bed during the day, and she's like, oh, Max, what's the matter? What's the matter, Max? You know, she will she will do whatever it is for the dog. Mm-hmm. But now Lydia is forced to come home with Annette not being able to get home until the very end of July, very beginning of August. Mm-hmm. So... I don't mind being a single parent. I have no problem with Lydia whatsoever. She's easy for me to take care of. We have a good time. We, we have a very strong connection with that. The problem is... The work I, schedule. I, it is the work schedule. And I. Uh, we also have a family agreement, and that pays daycare. I pay a lot of the other bills. Uh-huh. So it's now kind of fallen on that. Now, financially, I'm not worried about it. I'll make it. It'll work. I'll find a way to do it. It's not a big deal on that regard. But it's the problem of getting her up early. So now, instead of Lydia being able to stay with her grandparents and be with her brother for three more weeks, mm-hmm. now... 
she's home. I'm getting her up at five o'clock in the morning, uh, taking her back and forth. Uh, you know, as far as that goes, it is just I I could not believe that she could not come together. And by the way, uh, 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 the location where Annette is also is helping the family because her brother happens to live very nearby. She's out of the country, so uh-huh. um, it's a opportunity for. No one that sees her brother because he lives in another part of the planet, you know, she gets a visit, she's doing work, you know, this whole thing. So now all that's going on and Eva could not hold it together. And I find it so repulsive because she even sent me a text at one point. Eva or Annette? Oh, Eva. Eva the piece of shit. How she sent a text <laughs> saying, um, you know, we've spent a thousand plus dollars, you know, this and that. And I, I sent her, a, a, you know, taking care of Gavin and this and that. I sent a text back to Eva. I said, you are being incredibly selfish. And I said, the problem is no one has ever told you that. And I and, and Oh, what'd she say? Oh, she wanted to respond back. But I said, I'm shutting off my phone now. I can't talk, which she hasn't gotten back to me. It, it really, really has me to a point I want to just... Cut all ties. In fact, I even told Annette's dad, because I still am talking to him until mm-hmm. Gavin gets home. Mm-hmm. I will not talk to Eva, the piece of shit. But um, I, I'm talking to her dad because I have to at this point. And I am basically, I told him, I'm cutting her out of my life. She is too toxic. She is the type of person, she's a know-it-all. She only wants to do something if it's convenient for her or her desire if it's her idea do you guys remember the whole idea of going to Poland mm-hmm. with a war next oh, yeah. so you see the mentality I'm dealing with but now Lydia is too much for her a three year old who likes to be on the iPad likes to go in the little pool on the deck let me tell you about this bitch she lays in bed all day that's all she does. Oh, when when she's get, like a Kardashian, she, oh, she's like the Polish Kardashian. She is, and so <laughs> I have expressed this. All, yeah, except she doesn't make piss. So I've uh, I've expressed all this to Annette's dad. Yeah, and he his response was. Well, I have to live with her, so I'm not stirring the water because I don't want to be in the doghouse. And I'm like, see, this uh, is the freaking problem. Uh-huh. Nobody tells this woman she's a selfish pile of crap who she has caused the family more problems over the decade that I've known them than it's worth. I am personally cutting them out of my life 100%. When Gavin's back, they're both out of my life for a long so period of time. what's going to happen at like Christmas time? Fuck them. I, 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 you know what? They're not invited to my house. So does that mean like Annette's going to have to take the kids down there like after Christmas? No, I want to borrow the kids from them. I want to borrow the kids. I want everything barred until this woman decides and she'll never apologize. She's never going to come forward and go, wow, I should have done the right thing. And we all should have come together as a family to do the right thing. Mm -hmm. And it's so easily logical. It's her family. That it both, you know, Lydia's family and 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 ever the piece of shit, you know, it's her granddaughter. Mm-hmm. I get it. Gavin's a little easier being eight years old. He's got some friends in the neighborhood. He's gone all day. Yeah. Again, we're not talking about a situation where it's a newborn and every two minutes you're running around. There are times Lydia's happy to sit in her little kiddie pool on the deck, mm-hmm. you know, or go to the playground for an hour or, yeah. you know, uh, whatever. Eva doesn't cook for the house. That all has to happen when Zbig comes home from work. She's like, I'm over that part of my life. It, it, it's just... Interesting. It, it's the worst... I, I can't take the toxicity anymore. I cannot take it. It is killing me because everyone bows to this bitch's 
ways. So I don't think you're going to like exactly what I'm going to say, because I think that it does really stink that she's not going to be helpful. Because I know like I'm thinking of my parents and my parents, you know, they're very helpful people if I needed something. But I also think ultimately it is your responsibility. So and with that being said, that I mean, it sucks that she won't help out for an additional three weeks. You can't really compare a dog to a a kid? No, I'm... That that's just, a different... That's a different responsibility. That's but more I, of the way she acts around. I, I just... I, what I'm saying is, like, ultimately, it still is your responsibility. So, does it suck that she won't extend that kindness? Yes. But it, when she wants something... She will go out of her well, way to drill at home that this is why it has to happen and she needs it done or whatever the well, case that's may what, be. That's what I'm saying. So from this point on, okay, you're not going to help me. I'm not going to help you. Because in my family, we do. We help each other. Sure. It is. I help you. You help me. We're one big happy family. Big happy family. <laughs> I knew someone was going to do it. But there are things that that as family members, we've had to set boundaries on certain things and, and setting our own boundaries is is fine. But I think in this case, it sucks. But if it means like I'm not going to help you or I'm going to cut you off, then that is absolutely your choice. You are the parent. Again, if this is the hill you're going to die on, then you need to be die, st- on it. die on it and be stern <laughs> with it. Because going back to the Poland thing, you were not necessarily stopping it. You were vocal about it but you didn't stop it well it fell apart on its own it i did, didn't have but, the chance but, to not take him to the airport but you went to get him the emergency passport you never said absolutely not well i live with annette uh, you know i don't want to stir the water and uh, oh so yours is big <laughs> oh i see so, okay. no that was that that part of the battle would have been coming actually the passport part of it in hindsight looking at it I'm actually glad Gavin has it because if if he has to go to Canada or whatever, it makes sense. But you are correct in that regard. And I do agree with you. Yes, it is my responsibility. My feelings are on it. If you're a decent person and a grandparent, this is not close friends of the family. This right. is direct blood. And by the way, mm-hmm. they have gone out of their way to, until we forced it, exclude Lydia on numerous situations. It's all about Gavin all the time. Mm-hmm. And then I get it. They had a different connection. He came first and all that stuff. Right. But sometimes you got to be like, look, you remember there's another one here oh, too. Oh yeah. I, we have that same thing. My best friend, his nephew is like the golden child. He's the Gavin. Yeah. Like everybody loves Corey and he is constantly doted over and it'll never change. And everybody knows that we all kind of joke about it. So I think that this is the way, unfortunately, it's going to be the rest of Gavin and Lydia's life. It's, it's, well, no, it's not because I'm cutting it off. I am. I'm done. Then I, you stick with this that. This is it. You, now, if Annette is uh, so hell bent on the kids seeing her parents, I feel there's a punishment in order. Well, it's going to be till next year, and 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 I'm still never, ever, ever, ever ever going to have contact with Eva again. I, I'm sorry, Eva the piece of shit again. Yeah. I'm going to block her on yep. my phone once Do once it. once the kids are oh, fully home. Yes, yes. Uh, I'm going to block her. Yeah. And if she comes up here expecting to stay at my house, fuck you, go get a hotel room. No, you're not. Well, so, and then at that point, then the kids are going to have to go to the hotel room, right? Because you're oh, well, not... Oh, well, no, that's but I'm, I'm not taking them and she's not picking them up from my house. So that will be an all in that situation. But that's what I'm saying is that you are not going to go to the hotel and go swimming with the kids nope. or whatever that's always going to be that's going to if, if Annette decides to force the maintaining of the relationship between grandma uh-huh. and uh, uh, and and the kids 
That's going to be 100% her responsibility, but I'm going to be vocal enough with her to say, I, I don't agree with you. I don't like this. Now, as far as her dad goes, I'm willing to let him eventually off the hook. And what I mean by that is mm-hmm. he is up against a rock and a hard place because he does live with her. He knows the kind of person that she is. And I just feel at some point, okay, that's fine. But I'm done. They're not staying at my house. I will never go there for a holiday ever again, period. The end, no more. Right. Uh, They are never coming to my house for a holiday. Thanksgiving, Easter, Christmas, screw you. You know how I feel? This is how I think you're going to feel. If you stick with it. You're going to feel relieved. So relieved. Yep. You're going to feel a I didn't off. think you were going to say that. That's why I was joking. Oh, with no, because there is not very many people that I've cut out of my life. But like when you had joked at the beginning about family are always supposed to help each other and blah, blah, blah. My mom has almost no contact with any of her family. Yeah. And there's good reasoning behind it. And she had to cut them off for very healthy reasons and now she's like i don't got stress i don't got a care in the world with some people are just too toxic in your life and you have to and i've i've learned this now to say that's it and i think also just for this podcast's sake this episode's sake we should point out that this is not just so that scott doesn't sound insane that this is not a one time suddenly you feel this way. This has been oh, building, no, this has been been, building over years. Well, if been you numerous. listen to the previous podcast, the grandma wanted to take Gavin to Poland in a war torn country. Well, like, you know, bombs are going off in Russia and Ukraine. Like, that. yeah, they're neighbors with Poland. Right. And at the time, we weren't sure that the Russia wasn't going to just keep rolling east. Right. West. So, <laughs> so I think that with her, with Eva, you're right. This if you've listened to the podcast, you've heard two scenarios now. But and that scratches only <laughs> the surface. Right. Like it is maybe a this. Yeah, this is a long time coming. I just wanted to make sure that if people are listening for the first time and this is the first episode they listen to, that it's not like Scott seems to be overreacting. But I mean, you have a legitimate. Well, you know, again, over the course of time, things have happened. Back to Ali's point on it is ultimately your responsibility as the parent, which I don't disagree with, and and I, I you are one hundred percent right, and I've all I've thought about that. If if we worked a nine to five job, this discussion wouldn't be happening. I know mm-hmm. because I would be able to drop Lydia off at eight o'clock in the morning sure. after she's had a decent sleep, and yeah. I'd be able to get to work, and then I'd be able to pick her up. To get her up that early. 5 a.m. It's every day, 5 a.m. for the next three weeks. Because it's also like Annette can't just hop on a plane and be like, I'm back because my mother's a bitch. We're just training Lydia to be the second producer. Get her on that sleep schedule, you know. Oh, it's too much. All right, listen. She can start answering the phones for us. In this regard, I would ask this. I would like to see some messages come in for this on if you feel I am overreacting or... Uh, if I'm doing the right thing, I oh. I absolutely feel one of our coworkers. I absolutely feel as though this is so toxic it cannot continue. And yes, I want to include the kids in it. At least where it comes to my responsibility, I know that Annette's going to fight me on that and be like, "Whether well, my parents and this and that," and then I'm going to just force everything on her. There will be a poll on this episode if you, especially uh, if you're on Spotify or the Anchor app, you can. Uh Say yes or no, depending on what do you want. Cut to her off. Yes. Should Scott and permanently cut her and the kids off? Our coworker really wants me. And um. I will tell you this: when my mom cut her family off, we had no contact either, mm-hmm. and we've lived most of our lives without it, and it's been fine. Your kids evolve and they find love somewhere else, or you put love in their life somewhere else. 
I like that. I like that. I want to see the results of this poll next week. And well, thank you for and letting you me can, vent. And no, you can no, still DM us too. Whether you do the poll or DM us, Scott and Ellie Show on Instagram, Facebook, or even TikTok. <laughs>